what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Wolfpack Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Clemens, here with me, as always, is apparently, Not my, a- one, is apparently <laughs> my one co-host, Michael Plant. What's going Man, on, man? That in all of 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, are you going to welcome our co-host next week? <laughs> yeah, it's storming here in uh, Wisconsin, raining pretty hard, so... Um, Ike is having some technical difficulties, so he might be in and out here. So, uh, yeah, LaPlan, how are you doing tonight, pal? I'm doing pretty good. I'm at a buddy's house right now, uh, you know, doing doing our thing, uh, talking fantasy football. I'm excited to be here talking fantasy with you, man. Week 14, fantasy playoffs coming up. Big important week this week for a lot of people's teams. Yeah. I'd like to, before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone, please subscribe to the Fantasy Six Pack YouTube channel, Um, and please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. Uh, We're on Apple, Spotify, uh, wherever. Um, Pretty much, we could jump into the Thursday night recap. Pretty exciting game after the first half. Uh, Minnesota ended up beating the Steelers 36-28. Did they... They had like a 23 to nothing lead the plant, right? The Vikings did? Yeah, I think it was 25 at one point. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Um, Kirk Cousins was Kirk Cousins in a primetime game like he always is, man. He was uh, 14 of 31 for 216, two touchdowns and two interceptions that. I mean, Dalvin much... Cook had a massive night. Yeah. Yep. But After those... tearing his labor, I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, that was crazy. Cook had 27, and he came, and he had 27 attempts, man. 27 attempts for 205 yards and two touch and uh, two touchdowns. Yeah, he was just insane, just absolute stud. I can't even explain how he did that. Literally 11 days out of tearing his labrum, they put some fancy machine on his shoulder, <laughs> and. Uh, Boom, he's out there almost – What did he actually reach 200 total yards? I knew yeah, he had one he had, he had 205 rushing yards. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. He uh, The first half, Mike, you and I could have gained four or five yards on these holes that he was running through, man. It was, it was crazy what the offensive line was doing to the Steelers' defensive line. I know there's a reason they've been allowing the most points to running backs in the past three yeah, years. Yeah, totally. And the Vikings offensive line isn't a slouch either, so. Um, no, but, it's not. But it's not as great as, you know, it's, it's, it's probably middle of the pack when it comes to the NFL. Sure, sure. Um, just go ahead, and ignore, yeah, just go ahead and ignore <laughs> the dogs barking in the background. Uh, the receiving options for the Vikings. We thought KJ Osborne was going to get a little more work with uh, Adam Thielen being gone, and that was the case. He saw nine targets, only caught three of them, but uh, had 83 yards. But he caught a long touchdown, which saved his night on one of the only good. Oh man, it was a satisfying touchdown too. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Justin Jefferson continued his. Uh, Fantasy dominance as well. He had uh, seven receptions on 15 targets, 75 yards, and a touchdown. So yeah, he definitely weren't upset with what he brought to the table last night. That's he's sure. he's hands down number one wide receiver in dynasty going forward. Man, this this oh. guy's a stud. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, especially with DK kind of falling off the map a little bit with Russell Wilson. Where do you think he goes in redraft next year? Oh man, uh, he's he's gonna be up there. I think. Um, Especially with Adam Thielen getting another year, yeah. Especially with Adam Thielen getting another year older, 
Um, probably going to get, you know, another year more injury prone. Um, I hate saying it, but it's true. Yeah, I, I hope not. Um, but yeah, he's, he's going to probably be an early second rounder. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. You might even, you might even see him late first rounds in some leagues. Who does he go behind? You think Devontae Adams and then? Well, him? it's hard with Devontae still... because I mean it's all it's up in the air with Aaron right now. That's true. That's true as well. And then obviously you got Tyree Kill, and yeah, you got Stephon Diggs. I mean, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's Stephon Diggs will probably be the one guy he might be behind just because he's locked in with Josh Allen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we can jump over to the Steelers mm-hmm. now. Um, we could just pretty much jump over Tyler Conklin. Since we can just know, jump over the first half for the Steelers. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> uh, Big Ben ended up being decent again, man. That's uh, three straight weeks. I want to or three out of four weeks has been a top eight quarter. Well, the week's not over yet, but you know what I'm saying. Two out of three weeks, he was a uh, top eight quarterback, and this might be another one finishing with 24 fantasy points. Yeah, this could be one of his few finishes as a QB one this year. Yeah. Uh, Najee Harris bounced back. It was good for our dynasty team that we do together. 20 attempts, 94 yards at a touchdown. Thank looked the really, Lord. Yeah. Looked really good at times. Looked really bad in that first half guys. I swear if you, if you had the option to rewatch this game, just skip over that first half. Yeah. It was absolutely. all just Dalvin cook. Absolutely. Uh, then the receiving options, they all had decent days. Claypool caught eight to nine balls for 93 yards, had a very controversial, <laughs> Uh, catch at the end of the game where he decided to pose for the first down instead of uh, running up to the line of scrimmage when they had no timeouts with about. Oh man, that left. that's brutal. After watching that, um, that cost him at least ten seconds, and everyone saw that game. If he, if he didn't, it came down to the final play. They had a shot at the end zone to tie the game. And, and that, go ahead. He blamed it on his offensive lineman in this. In yeah, his and game he, he blamed it on his offensive. It's like, come on, dude, just stop celebrating. You need to spike the ball. You could have had two shots at the end zone right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, I mean, Ben got the ball out in two seconds. Yep. Yep. Claypool's being a punk, man. A little bit. Um, Deontay Johnson had five catches, 76 yards, so 10 targets as well. Uh, James Washington was one of the guys who caught a touchdown. Najee Harris caught a touchdown. And then, uh, Freer Muth caught a touchdown, and then unfortunately on that last play, he just couldn't come up with the ball. Oh, man, that would have made everybody's night, him catching that second one. I know it would have made mine in Warrior Bowl. <laughs> I hear you there, man. Uh, but that does it for the Thursday game. Uh, we got four teams on by this week, Colts, Eagles, Dolphins, Patriots. Uh, and then just some quick news on that. Uh, Miles Gaskin tested positive for COVID today. Mike, did you see that? Yes, I so did. Um, he is status. vaccinated, though. Yep. Okay. So his, st- I mean, it, it's good chance he plays next week, but obviously, just keep an eye because his status is uh, unclear. All right. Well, let's welcome into the show our third co-host here, uh, Mr. Ike Bonney. Sorry. This guy lasts like maybe a minute. I know it, bro. <laughs> we already gave the viewers the gist of your whole storm situation. Sweet. Yeah, pl- Please uh, fix the light behind you. That's glaring into my eyes. Just too, stick please. your head right <laughs> there. That works. That works. <laughs> your head right, move from right here. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna take from Dylan. It's here. a shit it's show, week, bro. It's week 14, and we still all got this shit together. <laughs> we'll get it eventually. Yep. 100. Uh, Why don't you take us into our first game, Mike? 
Well, I was going to say I can go over some quick injuries here real quick. Um, okay. So QBs, Joe Burrow with that finger and knee. Uh, he didn't practice uh, Wednesday, but he is expected to fight through and play. Uh, Andy Dalton's questionable with the hand, but it doesn't matter because Justin Fields is getting the start. Uh, Jalen Hurts is on bye, but watch that with his ankle. That could be big, more Gardner Minshew time. Uh, Jared Goff has an illness, same with TJ Hawkinson. And then uh, Ike, don't catch that illness. Um, <laughs> and then we got DeAndre Swift with the shoulder injury. He's going to be out. Um, A.A. Ron with the toe. People are calling it Tovid. Um, it's it's fine. <laughs> Danny Dimes is out with the neck. Uh, Mike Lennon, he is cleared a concussion protocol, so he's probably going to be the starter. Uh, Austin Eckler was limited Wednesday. Joe Mixon was questionable with the illness. He's expected to play. Tony Pollard's questionable with the game-time decision with his foot. Ike, did you want to say something right there? No, I'm just – it's a lot of players so far. Oh, my gosh, it's still going. Oh, uh, man, Mark, that – Let's talk. Hold on. Sorry to interrupt you. I want to talk about that Tony Pollard injury a little bit. On that 58 yard run last week, he tears his plantar fascia, man. So that's totally going to dag him the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. Totally 100% sucks. It does. Both running backs in in the danger danger zone. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) moving on. We got Mark Ingram. He went to the reserve COVID list. Uh, and then we got Mel- Melvin Gordon. He was questionable with a limited practice Thursday with the hip. So he, it's looking like he's trending towards playing. Uh, J.D. McKissick, questionable with the concussion. He had a limited per- practice Thursday, so that's not good for Antonio Gibson. Okay, have anybody to play. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell has been ruled out uh, with his concussion as well. Saquon Barkley, questionable with an uh, ankle. Limited practice Thursday. He's expected to play. David Montgomery questionable with the shoulder. He's also expected to play. Tevin Coleman has been ruled out with the concussion. Just the thing on Montgomery, he was announced that he will play. Same with Allen Robinson. You said Swift was out, right? Yeah, Swift is out with that shoulder. And Jamal. Jamal Williams, yes. He went to the COVID IR list. So it looks like. That's why Sean picked that dude up. Jamar Jefferson? No. Uh, Bugway. Yeah, sorry, I probably just but absolutely butchered his name, <laughs> man. So if you're listening to the podcast, I apologize. He doesn't mean it though. He's just gonna say it. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair uh, enough. moving on, we got James Robinson's question about the heel and knee. Uh, he didn't practice Thursday, but he's most likely a go. Kendon Drake, big news. He's going to the IR with a broken ankle. Looks like Josh Jacobs is gonna have a big workload coming down the stretch with. Uh, yeah, nine targets this time. Yeah, Jalen Richard on the COVID IR list as well. Uh, Kenny Drake injured. Then you got uh, Peyton Barber only having five total snaps last week. So go Josh Jacobs owners. Uh, Daryl Henderson's questionable with the thigh. He had a limited practice Thursday. You know if he's out, we'll plug it in. So do Michelle. Jordan Howard's out with the knee. Miles Sanders questionable with the ankle. (laughs) Moving on to some wide receivers. DK Metcalf didn't practice Wednesday, Thursday with the foot. T. Higgins' ankle, uh, he is expected to play, uh, but, you know, fighting through all these injuries. Keenan Allen, he's on the COVID reserve list. Uh, he was ruled out today. Yep, he was ruled out today. Uh, Mike Williams still has a chance. I've, I've been seeing positive notes about him testing negative. Yep. Um, you got Curtis Samuel questionable with the groin. Limited practice Thursday. Jarvis Landry questionable with the knee. Limited practice Thursday as well. Devontae Adams questionable with the hamstring. Limited practice Thursday, but he's expected to play. Randall Cobb's going to be out 
core muscle injury. He should be out a while, honestly. It's to the point we, we could probably drop him, guys, for the rest mm-hmm. of the fantasy. 100%. Season. He shouldn't even be rostered. Anyways. I mean, he was he was rostered. It was just league. a pain in the ass to play him weeks. Um, Cooper Cup, this one popped up. Questionable with the toe, limited practice Thursday. Um, McVeigh said he'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, this one's not a big one, but just I'd monitor it. Uh, Debo Samuel, questionable with the groin, didn't practice Thursday. Sterling Shepard, God, I need a drink. Uh, this one's a fun one. I'm going to group them all together. Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony, Kenny Galladay. All questionable. Sterling with the ankle, Tony with an oblique, Galladay with the ribs. All limited practice Thursdays. Keep an eye on that. Um, Elijah Moore, questionable with the quad, limited practice Thursday. Julio Jones had a full practice log this Wednesday. Um, some tight ends. Done yet? Nope. Zach Ertz, questionable with the limited. Uh, he was limited Thursday. Logan Thomas went to the IR with the knee. Ricky Seals-Jones, questionable with the hip, limited practice. And now we are done. Jesus. Yeah, that was that was quite a lot, boys. Um, but we can jump into our, our game 14 previews if you want. All right. Dallas Cowboys at the Washington football team. Washington's coming in hot, guys. Winning a th- is it with three in a row, right? I believe so, yes. And their defense turned it around ever since Chase Young went out. It makes no sense. <laughs> totally makes no sense. Uh, Taylor Harnicky has been solid. A solid QB, too. Uh, how do you like him in this matchup, Mike? Hold on. I need to get my headphones in. <laughs> well, Plant, how do you, do you like Heineke? Uh, I like him matchup? in this matchup. This is a good streaming week for him. Um, Dallas Cowboys are expected to put up points. The running <laughs> game's beat up. Uh, Zeke and Tony Pollard, man. Uh, they're not looking good right now. They're getting Amari back uh, after this, you know, week of not being conditioned from COVID. They got CD. This is going to be the first week with all three healthy receivers. Uh, I like it because Dallas is going to put some points on the football team. I can already see that. And uh, Heineke's going to have to throw it in. If he gets McKissick back, that helps him a little bit. Um, the only thing really your downside with Heineke is, is the weapons are starting to get depleted with, you know, Logan Thomas, Ricky Seals-Jones, Curtis Samuel's questionable. How do you feel like with your headphones in? <laughs> I don't think Dallas is going to have that easy of a time throwing the ball or even offensively. This team, this defense is doing really good now. Yeah, they definitely are. Uh, playing, and it's not like they're playing against more. bad players, quarterbacks necessarily. I mean, they a few weeks ago it was Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, at least they can stop somebody. Let's move on to Antonio Gibson. Now that your headphones are in, Ike, um, <laughs> do you think this workload stays for Gibson the rest of the season? Not with McKissick healthy, no. Yeah, I think it's been a product of McKissick being out. You guys sure? Yes. Okay. I, I mean, I'm leaning like 75-25. I think there's a 25% chance that Antonio Gibson gets the same workload. Do, it, it, it's dependent on McKissick. Do they plan on working him in? Because if he's still, you know, harboring this concussion and he's still lingering from it. Lingering. I think they give the, yeah, I think they give that workload to uh, Gibson still. Mm-hmm. But as soon as McKissick's healthy, the, he's we've seen it. He's a part of their offense. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it is what it is, guys. And then last question here from the Washington Football Club. Um, Terry McLaurin really struggling these last few weeks. Should should fantasy owners be worried heading into playoff time? You shaking your head? Mm -hmm. No, I I wouldn't. No, 
I wouldn't be worried. I think the injury to Logan Thomas helps. He's just going to get hyper-targeted now. Okay, fair enough. Uh, jump it over to Dallas. Uh, like we talked about, man, Zeke's hurt. Tony Pollard. Noticeably hurt. Game time decision for Tony Pollard. Did you see him on like that eight or ten yard run? It, he man, he looked so slow. Yeah, he did. Zeke. Yeah, he's yeah, he's hurting. Big and he's big running big out of bounds now and stuff when he hey, used to go for contact. I know. Um, God damn, he's looking like Emmett Smith. Bingo. Uh, I just want to throw something out in the stratosphere. Um, Corey Clement is the third string running back for Dallas. And with Tony Pollard being banged up and Zeke being banged up, that's just uh, somewhat to keep in mind for the fantasy playoffs because if Zeke or Pollard miss time, he could be pretty relevant, especially running behind one of the better offensive lines in football, man. He's a good stash for a playoff team. Yeah, it's very deep, very deep. Um, But, yeah, I skipped over Dak. He's a bust start. And then – LaPlante, I want you to rank Dallas's wide receivers. CD, Amari, Gallup. You have Amari over Gallup still, eh? Yes, I just it's be, I think it's because of the COVID. I think Amari's still gonna he's gonna slightly edge out Gallup in okay. the target share. That one more question for you because it appears Ike is gone again. Um, oh. Dalton Schultz, LaPlante. Starting to come back down to earth with the three wide receivers now in the game. I know Amari missed last week, right? No, he did play last week, yes. So Schultz is starting to take a hit. He's somewhat I'm worried about rest of the season with Gallup back. Do you agree with me? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He was thriving off of the Gallup injury, and now that Gallup is back, um, those targets are being distributed back. Especially because Gallup is a red zone threat, I feel, as well, man. And that's kind of where Schultz thrived at times. Um, but that, you, it, was, it was more of the safety valve, in my opinion. But, you know, you need a safety valve in the red zone. Sure. Anything else to add, or we jump into the next I one? I think we could jump into the next one here. Seattle yeah. Seahawks at the Houston Texans. Big giant um, slobber knocker yeah, to take bit. the lead on this one. Oh, man. Yeah, thank you for that one. <laughs> we got Russell Wilson squaring off against David Mills, General Mills here. <laughs> I do like Russ in this matchup, man. I think. I mean, I've been I've been saying we had Washington last week. That was supposed to be, oh, excuse me, a get-right game for him. And he didn't get right. Yeah. Um, Houston Texans defense has been stingy. I yeah, think this been is one of those down. trap games for Russell Wilson. It's a trap. Exactly. Nah, I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be okay. Um, but I mean, I touched this depend- backfield though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I was gonna say, depending on obviously your matchups, you're you're playing Russ. Um, you're not. <laughs> Adrian Peterson was also ruled out. Um, uh, I don't want to start anybody, even in a running back deprived league right now. Rashad Penny. Alex, Alex Collins, Collins should be should be active this week. But yeah, but Alex Collins wasn't doing anything as it was. It's not pretty. I know I told you I'd let you take the lead on this one, but I want to ask you this. Lockett or DK rest of season? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I think I'm going to have to – because this offense is just struggling in general. Um, and when an offense is struggling, the quarterback looks to his favorite target, and his favorite target over the past few years it has been Tyler Lockett. Um, mm-hmm. And also, bonus – Tyler Lockett doesn't have a foot injury right now. DK Metcalf had, does have that foot injury lingering. Um, it's causing him not to practice, you know, losing even more time to get 
get that rebuild that chemistry with Russ because they, they lost it while he was out. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I, oh man, DK, it's so hard because you draft him way early, but I think I take Lockett the rest of the season. I 100% agree with you, man. Not often we agree, but we agree on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're not, you're finding tight ends elsewhere, guys. We don't want to play any tight, we don't want to play Gerald ever. On he the, got you minus one points last week. <laughs> how did he even get minus one? What he fumbled? He fumbled. Yeah, he fumbled. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're playing DK Metcalf, man. I mean, my, my question you is like, still. yeah, yeah, like, I mean, are you pay, playing DK Metcalf or Russell Gage? After the performance uh, Gage had last week, I think I still got to lean Metcalf. Yeah, I do too. I like do so, too. you can't play it cute with Metcalf because we've—he's. I, I know you don't want to hear it, but he's kind of like Mike Williams a little bit. He has those games where he just gets two catches for forty yards, mm-hmm. but then he has those games where he gets six catches, two touchdowns, one hundred and thirty yards. Uh, so you, you don't want to have him on the bench for that. Agreed. So let's uh, since you gave me the lead on the Seahawks, I'm going to give you the lead on the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not starting Davis Mills in one quarterback leagues. Um, unfortunately, I'm starting him in a league as my super flex position because that's the only way it's acceptable. <laughs> and I had Daniel Jones hurt, and I had Tua Tango Vailoa who was on bye this week, so I had to go to the waiver wire. Uh, for Davis Mills, Zach Wilson's still out there, actually. So I might, I might have to make that swap. Do you agree with that? Would you rather have Wilson against the Saints this week over General Mills? Man, that's a tough one. I think I'd rather have General Mills. Um, Jets play the Saints. Saints defense. I mean, that's the only thing that is healthy mm-hmm. on that team. <laughs> they're they're off at, Besides Alvin Kamara this week, it's it's that it's all all that is is the defense, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the running backs here, Mike, I know on the Sunday social live stream that we do with Joe, we taught, uh, we got a couple questions asked about Rex Burkhead and we said, you could start him. It's not, I mean, start him over not any other good options. Like, like over an AP uh, over I, an Adrian Peterson, you know, you I mean, can't start him, Mike. He is getting the carries, but he's literally giving you nothing. For it's this offense, man. This offense is just yeah. sputtered out. I mean, even mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks is looking tough, man. It's hard to start him nowadays. I'm not even sure you the, can, Mike. Even with start, the target share. I don't yeah. know that you want to start him this week against the Seahawks defense. Who is better than advertised? They play two high safeties. One, uh, the. Uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to word this. Yeah, but you got to remember one of those safeties is Jamal Adams, and he's out for the year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they play it safe, so sometimes it's kind of hard to to throw the ball. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sorry, I needed to drink my beer. Oh, you're good. Yeah, that wraps up the the Texans and that game. Moving on to the next crap-filled game, uh, the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Well, playing Matt Ryan's really bad. (laughs) <laughs> and it's causing this offense to be really bad. Way to just throw him under the bus like mm-hmm. that. But, yes, he is really bad. <laughs> um, you're starting Cordero Patterson. Your boy last week, Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Had some explosion. Got himself in the end zone. You call it. that explosion? It looked No, I saw his <laughs> run. Like, he looked fast is what I meant. Like, I on, that, looks, on that play. He looked, eh, all right. 
<laughs> oh, now you're gonna hate on your guy. I'm trying no, to I'm get not hating. It. I'm not hating. What about your getting, homie? And now I'm not you're getting not. sucked back into it. No, you're not. Because <laughs> no. I heard it was listening to the fantasy six pack hour. It sounded like AJ was getting sucked in a little bit. Oh, he is. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna have to have. I'm gonna have to give him a stern talking to about Mike yeah. Davis yeah, and the nice. disappointments that come with him. Gotta get it. Yeah, you gotta give him an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the the pass catchers in this offense, you already kind of talked about uh, uh, Russell Gage a little bit earlier. But he, I gave a shit last time about Gage on this podcast, and he shut me up. I think I know. I wish Ike was up. here so he could apologize. <laughs> He's a high end wide receiver three moving forward. Um, I'm I'm okay throwing him I, in the lineup. I think he's more matchup dependent than you think because, like you said, Matt Ryan has not been good. Yeah, he sucks. Um, he, he sucks. So this is going to be one of those tougher matchups. I think he's I don't I don't think he's the high end wide receiver three this week. I think he's more the low end wide receiver three with the volume. Um, because the Panthers defense is as good as advertised. Yeah, tough to throw on to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're starting yeah, Kyle Pitts. I mean, you, your expectations are tempered. Like you just said, a little tough to throw on you. You don't love what Kyle Pitts has shown you. I want to say he's only been a top 10 tight end in fantasy. I think four times this season, Mike, which and I mean, he's a rookie though. I mean, so uh, yeah, I understand that, but he was drafted as a top six tight end and all they'd be a top 10 tight end four times during the season. Unfortunately, that's a disappointment. Those four weeks he blew up, the one game in London, he absolutely killed it. You Um, know that he has, if I remember this stat correctly, he has not received a red zone target uh, since I want to say like week nine. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, they haven't been getting to the red zone. (laughs) Yep, that's brutal. Uh, Jumping over to the Panthers now. Cam Newton, Mike, this matchup doesn't get a whole lot better than this against Atlanta. He hadn't done his last game two weeks ago. They had a bye last week. Can you throw Superman back into your lineups and feel cool about it? It's hard to say with Cam Newton because of how bad he's playing when he throws the ball. Um but the Falcons' defense is not that great, and this is going to be a game where he could have multiple scoring opportunities in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian McCaffrey is out for McCaffrey is out for Thank the you. year. Uh, I don't think Chuba Hubbard's going to be. It's going to happen to him just like it happened to McCaffrey. Don't count out Amir Dula, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with JB after the podcast last night. He said, "Yeah, uh, he's fading Amir Abdullah this week against the Panthers. Um, he thinks it's going to be a Cam Newton week." Sure. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I like Cam Newton this week. Um, he's, he's matchup dependent, man, and he's mainly QB two material. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you want to ask me about DJ Moore or no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to ask Joe about DJ Moore. I don't know. I don't know how he's feeling about him right now. Um, no, you, I mean, you, I get you got to play him in this matchup, Mike. I'm more curious. I mean, yeah, there's not many. Oh, look who decided to join us here again. We got our buddy Ike back from the dead. Right back on the this is my last try. Right back on the spot, Ike. DJ Moore, what do you think about him in this matchup against Atlanta? Start all it's the a way. Real good matchup. You know who's throwing him the ball? His boy Cam Newton. Soup man. <laughs> that means about three or four picks are coming. <laughs> it's gonna oh, be a cool. Taysom Hill night. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I don't really want any other pass catches. In this yeah, offense. I just want to get your quick thoughts on Chuba Hubbard in this matchup. It is a decent matchup for him. I know that you got Cam Newton uh, vulturing his ceiling a little bit, but what about I the yardage pass? I don't like it, Mike. I think it's a split. I know you just really? you weren't thrilled with Amir Abdullah, but I think they're going to split. Yeah. All right. I got hope for Chuba Hubbard, so. That's another one of your boys, though. Yeah. All right, so, I mean, that pretty much wraps up that game then. Um, I mean, you're not starting Robbie Anderson, guys. Get over nope. him now. I, I, I finally got over him. <laughs> so we'll move on. What a waste, man. I don't I, know. I don't, it's a waste of a contract. So we'll move on to our next game here. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Dylan, take it away. You're only person <sighs> – I don't even want to say the only person you're starting in Jaguars offense is James Robinson because he's an asshole. So in this game, you're pretty much not starting anybody, yeah? I mean, I think I'm starting uh, – uh, what's it called? Um, Nikeen <laughs> Westbrook, Westbrook from Tennessee. I mean, you have to, sure, with all the injuries you named off. Wide receiver three, I guess. Yeah, flex play. I mean, if Julio's playing, you're playing. No, you're not. I, I, I <laughs> There's nobody ball. else in this Tennessee offense that's healthy. Dude, he's going to catch like two balls, and then there goes his hamstring again. There is going to be people starting Dontrell Hilliard, though, guys. I'm that's true. Him, I'm playing against him in a couple of leagues. I have to play him in Scott so, Fishbowl. Let's talk about his outlook a little bit. Like, How do you feel about – I mean, this matchup doesn't get any better. I mean, oh, I, it does. I, you can face the Jets. <laughs> he can get you 10 points, I think. I think they got a, a solid floor. Tennessee's still the, the same running team. Uh, the, th- the difference is, is it's not all one and running back in the workload. It's Dontrell Hilliard and uh, – oh, man, who's Deontay that? Foreman a bit. Deontay Foreman, mm-hmm. thank you. It's a split, and that's the way they're going to roll with it. I mean, they both got lucky, and they both busted a big run last week. Um, it's not going to happen every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I have to lean one, I think I lean Hilliard just a little bit. Cool. Yeah, we're done talking about that game. Uh, <laughs> next one, Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Mike and Plank, go ahead and take this one. Uh, yeah. Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, last time Patrick Mahomes played this team, he fucking destroyed the Raiders. Um, Lit him up. But – Mahomes been struggling lately, man. Um, and me and Joe, the uh, whole not, offense is. Yeah, not me and Joe, but Joe and uh, JB talked about it on the podcast last night. Are, are we actually benching Mahomes? You're close, no. but you can't. Not against you Raiders. can't. No, not in this matchup. I agree. After, especially after he just tore him up. Okay, then. So that's what I like to hear. Yeah, that was his best game these past few weeks. Last time he played him. Yeah. Yep. And then, so you're starting Tyreek Hill. You're starting Travis Kelsey. Those are no brainers. Um, you're starting Clyde Edwards-Helaire, but I want to I want to know your thoughts on him uh, coming off this injury. I like him. He's uh, he's more involved in the offense now than he was before the injury. He's getting some work in the passing game. He get he found his way into the end zone in one of the games back. He uh, he's fine. I like him. He's a high end RB two. In my opinion, mm. yeah, I mean, middle of the road RB two. He he led, <laughs> he led the team in uh, um, 
carries uh, their last game against Denver, 13, I mean, 14 carries. He only had 54 yards, so he's not that efficient. But Denver's a tough running team. Um, but you see, he's getting involved in the passing game, guys. That's That was Darrell Williams' role. So that's why yeah, I think I like him. Kind of become non-existent, I guess. Uh, it's kind of uh, disappointing for Darrell Williams' owners, thinking that they were going to get a, a split shift. Um, so, I mean, that pretty much wraps it up on the Chiefs. No one's starting me, Cole Hardman, not even me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Finally. So, <laughs> we'll talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I know when to give up on somebody. Tell me when you're ready to give up on DJ Moore with Cam Newton. Uh, no. Las Vegas Raiders. You're starting Derek Carr in in most small, you know, in your super flex leagues. But, I mean, is he worth – the start as a QB one in those 12 teamers this week against the chiefs. Not without Waller, man. I don't want him as a QB one. I made Foster Moreau's my guy and everything with one catch last week for, they don't really games. have that much of a big play type of guy anymore. So it's what are you talking yeah. about? They got Deshaun Jackson, my man. Really? They don't use him enough. Though. One play. You get one one target, one play. That's it. <laughs> I think I actually think he saw two targets. Like, come on, oh, guys, some slack. <laughs> Caught one of them right for a touchdown. Yeah, for a tutty. And it was a terrible route by that one guy. He's literally your definition of the deepest dart throw you can think of, man. But if you dealt with Josh Jacobs shit all season, now it's looking really good with Kenyon Drake being out. He at least got the targets. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that, that's another thing since John Gruden got shit canned, man, is that they're finally using him in the passing game. He saw nine targets last week. Like, 38 yeah, yards. Though, every but... single one of those targets. Yeah, that's hot. He, <laughs> he, he shut up all those haters. You dance hot. <laughs> you dance hot. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're plugging and playing Josh Jacobs in as a high-end, I think, RB2. Um, I don't think he's reaching that RB one. Um, I like the. I got to see more of this nine reception game. I think it's just a one game sample size with that many receptions. I think he's going to have a higher uh, base. I mean, they are playing. The he's going to have a higher baseline with those receptions moving forward. But I, I just, uh, it's hard to see him getting nine targets every week. Oh, oh sure. yeah. That's my only issue with him. And if he's but if he can average numbers, five, Mike. Exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. If he can get at least those five, I mean. Cut it in half. That's... He's going to be a solid RB, too. Mm-hmm. I can totally see Payne Barber being Payne Barber and stealing like 10 carries, though. It's not. No, no, no. It's not John Gurdon anymore. Like, I think we're good. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I think we're good. That was, that was Gurdon's boy, just mm-hmm. like Nate Peterman. <laughs> but, I mean, other than Jacobs, I really don't. I mean, we. We can't trust any other pass catcher. Yeah, Hunter Renfro, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. my apologies. I oh, yeah, mid-tier wide receiver, too, no doubt. You just plug him in, and you get 11 to 14 fantasy points, and if he gets you, if he gets in the end zone, you know it's more than that. Mm-hmm. He's just, and he's getting the red zone targets. Like the yeah. one move he put on last week, I think he scored a touchdown. I think that was last week. He put uh, a move no, on he, It was the week before. He didn't have a touchdown. Where he got, he went in and then he just broke out to the, the mm-hmm. corner of the end zone. Man, yeah, it's nasty. All right, we do have a live question here uh, from Marco. He wants to know Justin Marco. Herbert this week or Rogers. Ooh. Herbert's going to be without Keenan Allen, re- possibly without Mike Williams. Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers for me against oh, yeah. the Bears. Prime time, uh, and 
He owns Rogers owns. I was the Bears. just gonna say, do you remember <laughs> the last time we played him? What did he say? He owns the Bears. Mm-hmm. They they did the the nice smooth uh, Wikipedia page where uh, he was the owner for him. I like that. Shocker. <laughs> I know that's like the go to now. Um, but back to the uh, Raiders. I mean, obviously you're pl- you're plugging in Hunter Renfro, but other than him, we can't trust anybody than Waller or he, Jacobs. Well, Waller's out. He got mm-hmm. well, out. yeah, but you're playing him when you're healthy. That, I'm just saying, out of mm-hmm. trust factor. We you're out on Mar- you're out on Marona. No, I'm out. I'm way out to out dump that shit show on me, by the way, Michael Plant. What shit show? Darren Waller <laughs> and Antonio Brown. <laughs> he got you good, fucker. <laughs> it's all right, dude. DeAndre Swift's nine playing, so he's holding his shoulder, me. Dude, all my trades mean, meaningless. Meanwhile, Dalvin Cook's over here with a torn labrum. Just you know what? Fuck you, DeAndre Swift. I don't want to hurt my shoulder. I just won't get touched. <laughs> Bang. So I mean, that pretty much wraps up that game. Then uh, Dylan, take us away with those Baltimore Ravens versus Cleveland Browns. How weird is it that the Browns played the Ravens two weeks ago, then get a bye, and then play the Ravens again? I think it's got to be the first time in NFL history where That's they play the nuts, same team. right? No, it's been done. I don't it's think off done. of the bye, though. It's usually like uh, they'll play by a filler team, and then they'll play again. I don't know. Somebody Browns, look it up. Where's our stats? The Browns got to win this game, right? They've been concentrated on the Ravens for three straight weeks. And the Ravens, obviously. If they lose, they're bad. out. So That's they have I mean. to play. I, I, this, this, this is a pivotal is a, game for this yeah, division. Yeah, it's definitely a kitchen sink game, man. This is the one you got to throw everything at it. Um, and Lamar's Bal- playing bad, so now is the time. Baltimore's banged up. Like, obviously, the Ravens had that um, controversial go for two call um, at the end of regulation against the Steelers, and it, it, it didn't work. And then Harbaugh, after the game, he got questioned about it. He's like, I had no cornerbacks. We had to get out of there. Let's talk. Let's jump right into Baltimore then, Ike. You already kind of mentioned that Lamar's struggling, but what do we do with him, fantasy wise? You're playing him, right? You're handcuffed if, to playing him. I I'm gonna say this right now. If you're playing Jalen Hurts, you're pe- you're playing Lamar Jackson. You can't play him this week. Yeah. No, I know, play. but <laughs> that answer. What's everyone doing with Jalen Hurts? Playing him. Playing, yeah. but Lamar's not running the ball that much. It seems that like. is, oh, come on. He's you know, he is running the ball. It's just he's making boneheaded mistakes, hyper targeting Mark Andrews, and just turning the ball over a lot more than he has in his really well, his rushing stats lately. <sighs> Let me go pull that up real quick. You're gonna pull <laughs> that on me. Come on, little piece of crap. But like, let's talk about how good um, Devonta Freeman looks. He had eight rushes for 55 yeah, I know, yards. I know that, that was sarcasm. They don't. Hey, eight for 53 them. is not it's, bad. No, 55. It's not bad. Oh, whatever. <laughs> They're not running the ball like they used to, though. No, that's the problem. You know I mean? it's, it's actually, I think the thing that's hurting Lamar, and I hate to interrupt you guys, I'm sorry for that, is they're actually handing the ball off in the red zone now. They're giving the ball to Devontae Freeman in the red zone. They're not just letting Lamar Jackson run it in. Mm-hmm. He's not getting those touchdowns anymore like he was getting in uh past. I wish he would. I think it's they're trying Me to preserve too. him for the playoffs if they're trying to make that playoff run because, man. For their one playoff been, game? Yeah, well, he's literally been the whole team. <laughs> but this has been a year from hell for the Ravens, man. Mm-hmm. They lose J.K. Dobbins for the season. They Gus lose Edwards. Gus Edwards. They lose Marcus Peters. 
they lose Marlon Humphrey for this all season. within like a week or two. I like guess just those not first their, three. It's not their year. But just remember, it was important to get that twenty-two game preseason win streak. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. <laughs> uh, it's a big accomplishment. Uh, are, we dro- are we dropping Rashad Bateman? No. Shallow leagues, sure. Zero catches last week, Michael Platt. And you're not starting him. Oh, until yeah, Lamar, 100%. Until Lamar is better. But this defense is bad, and they're going to have to throw it. You're starting Mark Andrews. Hollywood Brown's really come back down to earth as well. Are we worried about him? Still got to start him. Wire receiver two. Yeah, still got to start three. him, but I am a little bit worried. Yeah, the right answer is you okay. should be a little worried just because Lamar's been struggling so bad. Yeah, he cannot Marquise, throw a deep ball now all of a sudden, so it does hurt Marquise a lot. Well, it, yeah. it ha- doesn't help that he keeps hyper-targeting Mark Andrews, too. Mm-hmm. Jumping over to Cleveland, though. True. Baker Mayfield, ugh. Want well, nothing to do with him. Even in Superflex leagues, I don't really want to start him. Baker or Tyler, he, Taylor Heineke? Taylor Heineke. Taylor. <laughs> Not remotely close for me, yeah. Um, Baker or Mike Glennon? Baker. Baker. I, I had been I had start been starting Tyra Taylor over Baker, man. Oh yeah. Until he got Tyra Taylor's not yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, before he got benched. All right, um, not n- enough of those. Sorry about that. Go ahead. <laughs> you start both running backs though. You're yeah. starting Chubb, you're starting Hunt. Um I will say this though, guys. Um if Dearness Johnson is out on the waiver wire. Because I, I, I'm sure people dropped him after the Kareem yeah, came back. Yeah, I just did. Exactly. Um, if you have the bench spot and you're a playoff <laughs> team, man, all it takes is one injury, and we've seen that they're fully willing to put Dearness Johnson. Or another COVID. Yeah, scare. they're fully willing to put Dearness Johnson in there, man, and he could be one of those plug and play one week guys in the ch- in the championship that you could use, um, especially when you got teams resting players. I'd like to see him on a better or on. Uh... Team where, team, he team where he can start mm-hmm. or get more work. Yeah. But he looks uh, good, man, when he's had the opportunity, that's for sure. Yeah. So, like you said, starting the running backs. Um, <laughs> I kind of like Jarvis Landry in this matchup, like we talked about with all these bagged up corners that Baltimore has. It's um, hard to like a pass catcher in this offense, though. I understand. I understand. But I, yeah, if anybody, I it's got to be him. I did just kind of shit on uh, Baker a little bit, and then I was just I, about to tell you that I like two of his pass catchers because I don't mind Austin Hooper this week either. That's what I was just going to say. And I think jo- I'm leaning. And Joku's out, and so is uh, lean Hooper and Harrison Bryant. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning Hooper. Um, I'm actually going to start him in, in the league we're in together. Um, over I might start this week. Diamond's got fishbowl. Um, because the Ravens are number 30th against the tight ends, allowing points. All right, good start. Uh, I'm actually starting Austin Hooper over Noah Fan as well in the league. Like, yeah, exactly. Last time they played, Hooper didn't do well. He actually was held without a catch, but that's because David Njoku was taking all the all the catches. And with him out, um, they're going to funnel it through. And Harrison Bryant out too. I, mm-hmm. I like Hooper over Landry this week, to be honest. Yep. But that pretty much wraps up that game. If uh, Maybe, Ike, you want to lead us on with the New Orleans Saints versus the New York Jets? I'll probably go out to no. Yeah. Come on, you don't want to talk about your boy finally being able to play? Who? Alvin Kamara. Oh. Yay. Too late, too little, too late for me. <laughs> but what yeah, about everybody else? Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully for you guys. As this is a big big game for you guys. 
Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara, and Elijah Moore are the three players you start in this game. Um, oh, that's one borderline guy, Michael Plant. Tevin Coleman is in concussion protocol. Has he been ruled out yet? He's out. Yes, he is out. Did you not hear me when I talked about the injuries? Come on, Dylan. Ty you Johnson, man. To, you ought to be to listen to all those names you rattled off. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was like What's 10 minutes. What's the difference? You don't listen to me anyways. But Ty Johnson, usable or na-na? I, I mean, he's worth he's, a dart throw if you usable, need him. He's usable based on volume alone because uh, with Michael Carter out and Tevin Coleman being out, but God, temper your expectations. Although this defense him. is good. The Saints are top five yeah. against the run. Yeah. But his thing's catching passes too. So so that's what gives him the, the volume. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what I like about him with the, the volume side of things. But, man. Totally off topic. Zach Wilson won his second rookie of the week last week. Most of all rookies for at least quarterbacks. What about, what about <laughs> Matt Jones? He, when is he going to win one? Uh, you know, I don't know. He's he threw three nine. passes. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what do you mean he's doesn't had, matter? He's had with multiple touchdowns. But that doesn't mean he's going to get it. She should have uh, got the rookie right. of the week over Zach Wilson. No, I'm not saying Zach this Wilson, week. the baby face god, is just here to stay, right? <laughs> baby face assassin. <laughs> uh, the only thing I will say is I'm I'm looking hopeful for Elijah Mitchell. I mean Elijah Moore. I get do it all right. the time. Oh my gosh. You get That's his name right. The next game, Christina. New York. <laughs> next game, New York Giants at the Los Angeles Chargers. We already talked about the Chargers. Oh man, you, you really game. skipped over that game. That one you wanted no part of, huh? I told you that. I told you the three guys I wanted a part of, and then Ty Johnson we talked about. So that's good enough for me. All back right. Well, in, let me back and do it. Back and do the Chargers. Well, no. Let me address this uh, live question we got here from your cousin, buddy. Uh, Dean wants to know: uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire or Devontae Freeman this week is his RB two. I like Clyde because I like I lean, Clyde this week. Yeah. Dude, uh, Elaine Clyde. Devontae Freeman has to play against the Browns defense. Their rush defense is good. Their pass defense is bad. Clyde's gonna get more work. I don't think about it. Come on. They play the Raiders. They're gonna be I guess up. I'll go if they're Clyde. up, they've been known this year at least to run the ball more i guess but that is a good option if you have a flex position dean i'd be playing freeman in the flex uh but back to the chargers now herbert i kind of on our last live question from marco uh we said rogers over herbert like i'm curious where you have herbert in your rankings this week top 12 you're gonna I, give us an exact number. I, I assume that, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to look it up, man. And then the is it towards the back or towards the front? Because I want to say ECR. I thought I saw him at like quarterback three around. That's yeah. way too high. Even with the receivers here, that's way too high. I think he's a back end QB one this week. Like uh, I'd probably, I wouldn't rank him any higher than QB ten. But I don't think he's any lower than QB fifteen. Keep talking, Michael. Plan. I'm looking. Uh, it, I mean, yeah, he's, he's he got to rely his, heavily on Eckler and Jared Cook, well, which he can do. Eckler was beat up as well. Uh, Fair so, enough. I mean, they might work out a little bit. Um, honestly, if, so. if we're going to talk about like a sneaky play from this game, give me some Jared Cook. Yeah, um, I'd like that too. Yeah. Keenan Allen out. Uh, Mike Williams is going to be the deep guy. He's going to take, you know, the double teams and uh, all the, the coverage away. Um, most likely it's going to be Guyton. Jalen Guyton and Jared Cook. Um, 
Jared Cook has a little bit more rapport with Justin Herbert. Uh, with Keenan Allen being out, uh, Keenan Allen is a safety valve, and it's going to be Jared Cook probably this week. Mm-hmm. Um, just to finish that thought, Justin Herbert is quarterback four. Still too high. I wouldn't put him that high. Yeah, no, I would not put him. I think it's the matchup against the Giants that is so like tantalizing. He's ahead of Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Taysom Hill, Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, and Kirk Cousins. That rounds out your 12. I think I'd rather. I'd, I would almost man, I would like, check on my phone, but I don't want to get kicked off. I'd, I'd put Tom Brady ahead of him. I know he's playing the Bills, but it's freaking Tom Brady, guys. Um, I'd put Aaron Rodgers ahead of him. And Mahomes ahead of him. Is I'd put Mahomes ahead of about him. Where, that's about where I'd stop, I think. Dak Prescott. Dak is borderline. Yeah, Dak. It's where it gets fuzzy, yeah. So like eight or nine, I think we, we'd have him. Um, I do want to ask you guys this. In case Mike Williams is out on Sunday, um, Guyton or Josh Palmer? Guyton. I think you're going to have the safer floor with Guyton. Although either one is like, oof. But Palmer at any point, he's, the, he's, kills, the, he's yeah. the deep guy. He's, I mean, and it's showed last week, um, even with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams in, he's targeting Josh Palmer. Um, so... I think your safer bet is going with Guyton. He's going to see more of a workload. And, man, if you're feeling lucky, you can you can throw uh, Josh Palmer in there. Yep. And drop it over to the Giants side. It sounds like Glennon should be good to go. Yay. Um, pass catches are all questionable like we talked about. Um, don't really have much to say about them either. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that, you're playing whoever's healthy. Not, I'm not playing Kenny Galladay. I don't. If he's the only one, I mean. I don't like Mike Glennon, so I, I, don't, say, I don't, with, don't believe it. With that pencil-necked geek Mike Glennon, you want to <laughs> you wanna start Kenny Just start Jake Fromm. If, if we were starting Brandon Cooks with David Mills throwing him the ball earlier this year, why can't we start Kenny Galladay with Isn't Mike Glennon? Isn't it Davis Mills? Yeah, Davis Mills, David Mills, <laughs> General Mills. <laughs> Who Fox gives a shit? Six. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. You're funny, um, man. Let me t- let me ask you about Saquon. If it wasn't why? this matchup, I don't think I'd want to start him just with him dealing with that ankle injury and how bad the Giants' offense is. And Michael Pye, you want to hear a fucked up stat about red zone touches? Oh man, I this is I heard about him too. Go ahead. From uh, Matthew Barry at Field Yates, like you're gonna shit your pants. He hasn't seen a red zone touch since Week Four. I remember hearing this earlier today. Why? Um, that offense is terrible and probably hasn't seen the red zone since week four. And he was hurt. I was going to say he was hurt but for a few weeks. Still, man, hasn't seen a red zone touch since week four. He's been back three weeks. They're like, nah. The crazy thing about it is uh, Secret Squirrel, uh, Daniel Dopkos. So is that like from the five-yard line and in? And Field 8 goes, no, that's from the 20-yard line. Like, Really? Really, he hasn't seen a touch in the twenty yard. What the hell is going on? <laughs> this That's matchup, bad. This matchup is sexy, though. I think you. I think this is the week you have to play him. And then matchup. I'm. Not, I don't have the rest of his se- rest of the season schedule pulled up, but he's matchup proof the re- or matchup dependent the rest of the season for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I'm. I'd still playing him. But the matchup dependency depends on his ceiling. Um, he's he's got a 
an okay floor. I mean, he's got a floor. He's a starting running back that's not injured this week. I mean, like, who would you rather have rest of season, Devonta Freeman or Saquon Barkley? Hmm. That one's Barkley, a tough one. I guess. I'm I'm going with talent, I guess. Barkley. I would rather have Barkley. It's a close one, though. Uh, Saquon Barkley or James Robinson rest of the season? James. Come on, make it quick, LaPlante. Saquon. Saquon Barkley or Kareem Hunt? Saquon. Uh, um, Saquon, I guess. I like him. I like his upside with Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon will dump off the ball to him. Last one, Saquon, Saquon or CEH? CEH. All right, another quick one here from Dean. He wants to know Devontae Freeman or DJ Moore in the flex then. DJ. No, Devontae Freeman. Ooh. At least that's my opinion, Dean. You want to listen to the guy not wearing a hat or who looks professional and, you know. You look professional? Are you kidding me? You but, professional has never came out of someone's mouth. I I <laughs> Devontae Freeman in the flex over DJ Moore. I mean, nope. That one's close. That matchup for DJ Moore is really good. So I do. I need to remind you who's throwing him the ball again. I think Cam I likes lead, throwing to let him. Let me finish. I think I lead DJ Moore, Mike. You did just talk about how good the Cleveland Browns run defense was. So I think I'm gonna lead DJ Moore there. I I lean the I lean the volume with Devontae Freeman. We DJ just talked Moore about he only rushed it eight times last week, Peckerhead. I mean, DJ Moore ain't seeing eight targets though. He might. I yeah. I got a question for you. Who do you think Cam Newton likes throwing the ball to more, DJ Moore or the ground? I thought you're gonna the other team. team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he throws it to the ground more than the other team. Sure. He does like doing that. <laughs> Puts all of his might into it. <laughs> Yes, he does. I mean, so, I mean, we pretty much wrapped up the Giants. I mean. Yep. Take us through the next one. Only, only start a wide receiver from them if it's just one health. Oh, what about Evan Ingram, guys? No, don't start. He had, he had 10 fantasy points last week. Starting them in their home league. I'm not Why not, right? Chargers. No. Chargers are decent against the tight ends. So, we'll move on to our next one here. The Detroit Lions at the Denver Broncos. The one win Detroit Lions. The a one with a, top, with a tie. Yep. Or is it one eleven and Dude one? Likes my hat, so suck it, Laplant. <laughs> <laughs> one eleven and one. Dean, can you even see his hat with his lack of light? <laughs> it says Coors Light, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. With the looks of his basement, man, kind of looking like Ed Gein. It kind of looks like that hat's made out of human skin. How is this? Nagin, it looks like a log cabin almost. I mean, LaPlante has a good setup for one week. And yeah, one week. There's no holes except for the Cora's light can that looks like the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Still legit. <laughs> Take us uh, through the next game, man. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Uh, you wanted to talk about the one win Lions. Uh, I can't start. They won a game. I can't start anybody on this team. Um, Besides TJ Hawkinson, if he's, yeah. if he's if he's healthy, but he might not be healthy. He's got the illness in his hand, so I gotta hear your thoughts on Godwin Igwebukiwe. If it was a better matchup, I would I would like him. I kind of wish you would have said his name better. What's his name, Mike? 
I don't know. <laughs> but I know it's not Iguio Buike. I was say, how do you know he said it correctly if you don't know how to pronounce it? Godwin Iguibuki. That's probably Iguibuki? what it is. Iguibuki. <laughs> Let's have a boogie. I-G-W-E-B-U-I-K-E. Yeah, because spelling it always helps. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty close. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Jamal Williams on the COVID list. DeAndre Swift has been ruled out. You're st- if you can, you can start him. He's a body. What about uh, Amon Ron, man? This defense is decent. They held the Chiefs to, what was it, 22 points last week? I mean, I know the Chiefs' offense hasn't been great lately. But the defense is good for the Denver Broncos. Uh, Patrick Sertain is making that draft pick look a little better than what it. Yeah, I don't want any part of the Lions offense. No. So we can move on to the Denver Broncos here. Um, I know your boy, Javante Williams, coming off a big week against the Chiefs. Uh, Melvin Gordon looks like he's going to be back in the lineup. Can we trust he's going to have that same workload? Maybe a 60-40 split? He's not going to get the same workload that we saw. But I think he took over. Yeah, I think he's a top 12 running back this week, especially in this uh, matchup. And maybe Gordon's a top 24 guy. They could 100% both find the end zone this week in this matchup. Yeah, I think Javante has the higher upside in this matchup, but Melvin Gordon is definitely a flex-worthy candidate. I know Ike likes hearing that. Indeed. (laughs) Um, So... Man, the, the one I really want to talk about, because this is the guy that's really been frustrating everybody, everybody that held on to Jerry Judy during that injury, man, he has just been stinking it up lately. Um, it's it's clear the Broncos want to run the ball. Uh, can we can we see this change turn around for Judy? If you're not I wouldn't expect it. Here, if you're not starting him here, you're not starting him rest of the season, so – I think the the concern with me in this game for Judy, and I'm being a Judy owner, um, is the Lions aren't going to be able to keep up with the Broncos, and I'm sorry. I just think the Broncos are going to run all over them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They're just going to run all over them, and I don't know if the Lions are going to be able to stop that. Is Cortland Sutton droppable? Getting there. (laughs) He is getting there. Um, All it takes is no fan. He's in Allen Robinson territory, guys. Corlin no, Sutton Allen Robinson. Been, no, don't give me no. Corlin Sutton at least had a few I, good that's games. What I'm no, Allen no. Robinson's best game this year has been four catches for 65 yards. But ever since Jerry Judy came back from that injury, you go look at Corlin Sutton's numbers, and they are Allen Robinson-esque. I agree. Yeah, but at least he had a game of over 100 yards once this year. That Yes, when Jerry Judy was not healthy. But uh, it shows that he's capable of it. It doesn't look like Allen Robinson's capable of it. He That's just what I'm concerned. Doesn't want to be there. We've known that. All right. Yep. So I mean, like I, I do agree with you. He's get he's borderline droppable at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I'd keep him for depth. At Let, listen to this, week seven and beyond, half PPR points: nine point three, five, three point four, three point nine, two point seven, and two point five. It's impressive stat getting, but you know as well as I do, we go by PPR on this podcast. Come on now. You, okay, so he's those are going to be five? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to defend him over here. Come on. Oh, it's gross, man. I think he's droppable. I think you can do Cortland it. Cortland Sutton or Amon Ross St. Brown? Cortland. Amon Ross St. Brown. <laughs> I think I lean Cortland. Why? Um, uh, honestly, 
I think I'm just doing it off name value. Yeah, that's not a good idea right now. Like <laughs> fantasy do you really not- think I'm on Ross St. Brown's guy to do He's anything, though, against the Broncos? Did, did you just He's hear those numbers I just said, though? I bet you that one week, Michael Plant, he had more points than Cortland Sutton has had since week seven. I'm on Raw? Yeah. I'll go look for you. <laughs> I bet you he had close to 20 fantasy points last week. So I, I, but Corlin had back to back good games, I thought, that one time. Amon Ra maybe, had 10 receptions for 86 or... yards and one touchdown. 24.8. Uh, oh, yeah. Points. All right. Um, yeah, that's, Corlin I'm, Sutton I'm, has nine catches in his last five games. All that's right. nice. That's, that's the first game all year that Amon Ra has seen double-digit targets. So. Nine catches in five games. <laughs> first time he's seen double-digit Move targets. On. Move on. I don't like that question either. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those tilting ones. I don't want to answer it. Move on. <laughs> um, so I'll let you move forward here with this. This is this one's going to be a good one. Possible shootout potential here. Buffalo Bills, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dylan, what's your thoughts on Tom Brady this week? We already know I like him. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be fine. Tredavious White's out for the season, so the defense isn't as scary as it once was. I mean, he's got all his weapons besides Antonio Brown. He's still suspended. Um, he's got his connection going with Gronk. I, uh, I like him, too. I'm not downgrading him too far. How about you, Ike? Nope. He's still out there for me. Yep, and if if we're all high praise on Tom Brady, that means we're all good on his uh, pieces this week. That means we're starting Leonard Fournette with confidence. Mm-hmm. We're starting Gronk with confidence. You're starting Mike Evans. You're starting Chris Godwin. Uh, there's a reason I didn't say with confidence with Mike Evans. Um, you never have confidence with him. He's doing I'm fine this year. That- yeah, but still mm-hmm. not confident. <laughs> Chris Godwin's the one that's been sneaky good this year. He's uh, had his off games, though. Yes, he has. And he's also been injured a little bit, but, I mean, he has been killing it. Uh, so we'll move on to the Buffalo Bills here. I mean, you're starting Josh Allen in this juicy matchup against the Buccaneers. Get throw all over him. I mean, this is probably the one – this is this is the player I think is going to be QB1 this week is Josh Allen. Ooh, okay. A lot of people are depending on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, I need a win in a league. I own him, and so it would be me nice too. To I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you three people that I hope you're not depending on uh, this week, and that's Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, and Matt Breida. Don't start any of them. No, it is I, a shit show. I stayed away from all those guys, and uh, especially against Tampa season, Bay. So yeah, I'm out. Yeah, you don't want to. You, you can't run against the Tampa Bay defense unless your name is Khalil Herbert. <laughs> um, but you're starting stuff on Diggs. Uh, I want you because you Stefan Diggs is the clear cut number one, but rank the other the other wide receivers for this Bills offense because man, Gabe Davis just keeps showing up. I, I want you. I to, was just going to mention him. I was going to say yeah, I kind of kind of wanted. Rank he can be a decent Cole throw. Beasley, Gabe Davis and Emmanuel Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I think he's got more upside than Emmanuel Sanders now. To be honest, but not Cole. He's... I think you got to put Cole ahead of yeah, Gabe still, especially in this game. Hey Dylan, just just some confirmation here from your cousin. Uh, oh, Allen Robinson has been, and if you can't see that, that's a trash can. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, we know. <laughs> um, oh no, he's froze now. What happened to him? 
Oh no. All right. Well, I guess I can uh, <laughs> our producer, bro. It's the gruesome twosome now. Hell so yeah. Uh, keep going through it. Uh sorry about the technical difficulties tonight, guys. This is kind of at a shit show. But yeah, we're starting uh Godwin. How about me figuring it out near the end? <laughs> yeah, how about how about that? <laughs> how about that? Uh and then you're also starting Dawson Knox. Yes. But uh, next game, San Francisco 49ers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, I like this game as well. Um, but I, I don't like Joe Burrow this week against San Francisco, especially with that finger injury he sustained last week. Um, it kind of hurts the value of all the other pass catchers. Definitely. I'm going to – let me ask you to rank these receivers again. The rest oh, of the boy. <laughs> Are you still ranking Jabbar Chase over Higgins? Because I know we talked you into it at some point. And then all of a sudden, Jamar Chase has gone downhill, and now T. Higgins is catching 100 yards a game. I would still put Jamar Chase over him. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Chase. It's was, close. He Chase had another long touchdown in his hands last night, and he bo- or last week, and he bobbled it right to the defender for an interception. It's like, man, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Tyler uh, Boyd, you could basically forget about. Yeah, he's irrelevant. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say 100% irrelevant, but yeah, you don't love him. Right. Um, you're starting to mix it every week, but yeah, I, like I said, I would temper expectations with uh, Joe Burrow's finger being messed up. Agreed. But jumping over to the 49ers, Garoppolo, nothing more than a QB2 in Superflex Leagues. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, Ike, to Michael Hasty or Jeff Wilson with Elijah Mitchell being out? I'm going Jeff Wilson. He's showing uh, he, although Hasty played very well when he had to come in earlier in the year, but I, I believe Wilson has a better body of work that he can, he'll get more carries. Yeah, we've definitely seen Jeff Wilson do his thing. We know that uh, Kyle Shanahan relies on him in the red zone at times. Uh, Jabaikal Hasty is going to get some work. He's going to get some work at the passing game, but I still lead Jeff Wilson with that touchdown. Debo out? Debo is questionable with that groin. I was going to say, he might get a couple carries too. Mm -hmm. I did not see if he practiced today, but uh, if anyone saw the practice report today, that would be a – whatever that was would be a good indication if he's going to play or not. Um, You love George Kittle. Brandon Ayuk, like – he didn't blow up like I thought he was going to last week with Debo being down. Um, this matchup against the Bengals defense, who's been streaky this season, to say the least. Um, how do you, how do you think I this? Week? I don't like him. You know, okay. no. He's too inconsistent, and I, George Kittle seems to be the He's guy. He's getting funneled so yeah, much work, especially right with now. Debo out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's about time Kittle has done something, and he has just been killing it these last. Good weeks. time for him to be doing something. Yep, yep, very <clears> good <throat> timing. As long as the team, as long as his owners haven't tanked with him being as bad as he right and being injured earlier this year. Oh, jumping over to this Sunday night football game, I'm super glad the Bears are going to be embarrassed on uh, primetime <laughs> television. The Bears at the Packers. Um, we can only is- hope. Yeah. Uh, good news is, though, is that we actually get to see Justin Fields this week. He is cleared. Um, you don't yeah. really want to. Yeah, you don't really want to start him for fantasy purposes, though. 
Packers defense has been pretty stingy. I only really want to start Dave Montgomery. Yeah. Um, definitely he's a bust start. He looked so good last week, man, in that game. Um, but then Allen Robinson comes back, and that hurts Stardell Mooney's value a little bit, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. also, it's going to take away from Cole Komet's value, what he did have. Not Do not lot. start or Allen Robinson either. Whoever is no, listening, please don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, jumping over to the Packers, though, you're starting Aaron Rodgers. We talked about it. We like Aaron this week. Um, is this – I have a feeling this is going to be a 50-50 split for the rest of the season with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, man. Do you agree with me? I do, unfortunately, because I had shares of Aaron Jones up until recently. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think you could start both of them, in my opinion. I'd say Aaron Jones is a borderline running back one, and I'd say Dylan's probably a, a game like this though. Too. This might be more of AJ Dylan getting more work because they might not want to hurt Aaron Jones for the playoffs, and they will be up. So, like, why would they be passing yeah. to him and stuff like that? So, it could be AJ Dylan. Two random touchdowns or something like that. Yep. Yep. Um, you're starting Devontae Adams. Any other pass catcher pique your interest here? No, not even a little bit. All right. Let's jump into the last game then. This is the game of the week by far, and we don't get it until Monday. Los Angeles Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Tyler Murray. He's running the ball again, Ike. He has QB1 upside every single week. You there? Oh, man, he's frozen as well. Um, Yeah, I guess I'll just keep rolling along here. Give me one second. Yeah, Kyler Burry, he's a starter, obviously, the rest of the season. James Conner, he's touchdown dependent once uh, Chase Edmonds comes back. Chase Edmonds, he was, uh, they haven't brought him back 100% yet, but uh, he was, uh, his window is now open to return from IR. Uh, Pass catchers, you're starting DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. Uh, your start. Yeah, that's really about it for the pass catchers. Zach Ertz is tight end one ish for the week, I guess. Uh, I temper your expectations on Christian Kirk. He caught one ball against this Rams defense last time they played each other, so it's not great. He might get lined up by Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey's playing the slot a little bit more this season, obviously. Um, yeah, that's it for the Cardinals. Then jump it over to the Rams. Uh, Matthew Stafford, low-end QB1 this week. This isn't an easy matchup going against the Cardinals. The backfield for the Rams is tough now with Sony Michelle showing out last week and Daryl Henderson being banged up. This offense doesn't really run with a split backfield, so it's kind of hard to say what's going to happen. But... 
Um, I don't really like either guys this week in this matchup. Um, you're obviously starting Cooper Cup. I know he's got a toe injury, but it's really nothing to be worried about. I do like Van Jefferson in this matchup as well and moving forward. And then Odell Beckham, um, he's really shutting me up. I talked a little bit of shit about Odell uh, last week and the week before, but he's caught two touchdowns. But I'm just worried that he's touchdown dependent still and big play dependent, and he's just not someone you can trust uh, week in and week out, in my opinion. And then Tyler Higby is really just uh, that low-end tight end one streamer option. He's not someone I'm really excited for. Uh, but, yeah, I guess that pretty much wraps uh, wraps this week up. I'm uh, sorry, guys, about all the technical difficulties, and you had to listen to me go solo for the last five-ish minutes of the podcast. So, uh, yeah, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts uh please subscribe to the fantasy six pack youtube channel uh you can find all my written content at fantasy six pack.net i write the start sit article every week um you follow me on twitter at dclemens2222 uh please give my co-hosts who aren't here anymore give them a follow as well um mike bonnie is at ike2121 and then Michael Plant is at be like underscore Mike with two eyes. Um, give us a follow. Um, and now we'll be back next week. Oh, look, we just decided to come back at the very end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was just wrapping yeah, up. No. Like, you got anything to add? Nice, or, uh... sweet. No, I do not. Yeah. Just bless you guys, though. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully having better yeah hopefully better technical stuff so i'll talk to you guys next week see you so plan's supposed to end this thing do we just have